What's going on? Welcome back to another podcast. And in today's podcast, I'm going to be giving you tips and tricks on how to flirt or aka how to be better at flirting if you're kind of socially awkward or you just can't read cues or, you know, this or that. And the majority of my audience is either younger males or older males. So I feel like this will be helpful for, I don't know, picking up girls. (laughs) So let's get right into it. And there's going to be 10 tips. So let's get started. 10 tips on how to be better at flirting. My first tip that I would say is to make eye contact. But obviously not too much because you're not trying to like stare them down. You're not trying to be alpha or whatever. Even though I guess that's kind of what you want. But at the same time, make enough eye contact for the person to know that you're paying attention to them. And when you make eye contact, it gives off the impression that you're more comfortable with not only eye contact, but yourself. And eye contact, in general, is just good body language for giving off a very professional look, I would say. So, yeah, make eye contact. And also, if eye contact scares you, Look into the middle of their forehead. That way, it kind of looks like you're making eye contact, but you're not. And another tip that goes with this, or like wraps into this, is to make a triangle. Like, look into one of their eyes, like focus on only one eye. And that way, you know, like, you have your attention focused on something. And switch to the other eye, and then switch to their mouth. And then do that, like, not obviously repetitively, but do that, like, twice during the whole, I guess, conversation that you're having with the person. And this will give off the impression that you're really focused on whatever they're saying. And when you're talking just make eye contact and basically do the same thing with the triangle like for example if you're in a conversation with somebody and they're speaking make sure that you're paying attention to them so as they're speaking make eye contact with one eye switch to the other look at their mouth read their words read their lips read the words and then pause and just make eye contact like look at their the middle of their forehead or look at one eye like choose and don't like repetitively switch because they're gonna catch on to that like girls are very observant and they're gonna catch on to what you're doing so do that like if they're talking do that once and then when you start talking do that again once Just so that it's not overly used. Because girls pick up on things really fast. So make sure that you're not overdoing it. My second tip is to speak clearly. And with speaking clearly comes body language. Like when you're speaking, make sure that your posture is good. Make sure that you're not slouched. Even though sometimes, you know. Sometimes girls don't really mind that you're slouched. But if you're adjusting yourself in front of them, like if you're trying to make yourself 
look bigger in front of them, that's going to be like a hint to them that you like that. Or like, that you like them. And that's going to be an indirect way of being like, hey, I'm changing and fixing my posture for you because I find you attractive. And if they find you attractive, they'll mirror you. Like, they'll fix their body language. So that's like a subtle cue that you're you can be able to pick up on. And if they are copying what you're doing, then most likely they're trying to throw hints at you as well. So, make sure that you're standing up straight, and if you need to fix yourself right in front of them, because sometimes when we're in a conversation, we have a tendency to wander, or let our mind wander, and when our mind wanders, so does our body. Like, if you're not super attentive to whatever you're focused on, then most of the time your body will relax. But if you're focused and you're paying attention to the conversation and you're being really clear and concise with not only your words, but how you're listening, then you will adjust yourself. And don't be afraid to adjust yourself in front of the person because that is part of the flirting. So don't be scared and be like, oh, well, I look like this. Don't do that. That's the point. You're fixing yourself so that the person knows that you like them. Make them feel... This is my third tip, sorry. I'm very... What is the word? I don't know, I'm not very clear when it comes to listing, so I apologize for the way that these are coming out. <laughs> anyway, tip number three. Make them feel like the center of attention, like your center of attention. Especially for, what, that 10 minutes, that 5 minutes, that 20 minute interaction. Make sure that you're not on your phone, make sure that you're fully, fully present. Switch eyes so that your mind isn't wandering because when your eyes are focused on something, your mind has no ability to wander because you're in the moment, because you're basically observing the moment. And when you're observing the moment, you're taking in information and you're not able to push it out. And when you're thinking, you're pushing information out. So when you're focused on one eye at a time, or you're doing the triangle thing, that will keep you in the present moment. And just being in the present will help you in every area because they will pick up on that too. Like if your phone's facing down on the table, they're going to know, oh, well, this person's not focused on their phone right now. They're focused on me. And that's what you want. You want to make them feel like the center of attention. Because then that's a nonverbal cue to be like, oh, this person really likes me. They're paying a lot of attention to me. And just doing that will fully keep you in the present. Just make sure you're in the present with this person. My fourth tip is to make sure that your phone isn't distracting. This kind of wraps back around to that other tip, but this is like a big one. Like this is one that I needed to have stated as its own tip. Because if you're on your phone, even if she's on her phone and you're like, what the fuck? And then you go on your phone, she's gonna be like, wow, this guy's not paying attention to me. Even though the reason that girls get on their phone in the first place is usually to, it's either, I'm not going to say it's every single time that this is true because some girls really just do be texting other girls because they don't really know 
I'm not gonna say that they don't know manners, but in their eyes, that's not wrong. You know, like, they can be on their phone, and they don't see that as, like, splitting attentions. Or splitting, splitting their attention, because girls are, like, people with ADHD. They can be doing a million things at once, but still be fully, fully focused on the present moment, or whatever is happening in that moment. Like, they'll make one quick text and then look back at you. And to them, that's... They don't see anything wrong with that. And if you're just, like, meeting this person, they don't really have to have their full attention on you. But it's better for you to take charge, because if you're doing the initiations, then it's better, you know, like, for you to be in the present moment, even if that other person is not in the present moment. And if they're really not in the present moment, then you can just move on. You feel me? So it's not that big a deal. But make sure that your phone isn't distracting. And make these things obvious. Make these, like, make these moves really bold so that the person picks up on it too. Because not only do guys have trouble reading body language and signs and hints, girls have problems reading hints and signs as well. So, make that shit really obvious, like, let's say you go on, I don't know, a first date with this girl you met off Tinder. You're gonna get there and you're gonna put your phone face down, like, really obvious. You're gonna, you know, make it known that you're not gonna be on your phone. So, usually, what I personally do if I go on dates, I don't really go on dates, but if I go on dates, I'll sit down with the person, and if the person's on their phone, I'll put my phone, like, face up in my hand, and I'll put my hands on the table. Just so that the person can see and notice. Because a lot of people don't really pay attention to their surroundings. So you have to make certain things a little bit more obvious than others. So, for example, if you're trying to make conversation and this girl is on her phone, then you put your phone out on the table, facing up, but still making conversation so she knows, like, yo, like, what are you doing? Why are you on your phone? And if you're mid-conversation, look at your phone. Like, if you're leading the conversation, look at your phone and flip it, face it down, and keep your hand on top of it so that she will pay attention to that as, like, a hint for her to know, like... I'm not trying to be on my phone and this is a distraction to what I'm ha what I'm doing, what is happening at the moment. And or you could just put it facing up and put your hand on top of it because that will give her a more trusting vibe because your phone is facing up so she's going to be able to see your notifications if you get any. And what I personally like to do is set my phone facing down and I'll slide it to the end of the table or like the inside of the table so that no one can swipe it, you know, like you gotta be safe as well. So I put it face down and then I put it all the way to the edge and pretty much just make that obvious, like put your hand over your phone so that the other person is not on their phone either because if they like you back, they're gonna mirror what you're doing. So. If they like you, they're going to do the same thing. They're going to put their phone facing down or they're going to put their phone facing up, but they're still going to set it down and be in the moment with you so that 
you kind of pick up that hint as well. Like, all of these things that I'm saying, if they do them back, then that's a really, really, really good sign. I'm not going to say that's 100% of the time because sometimes girls will do this subconsciously just because they like being around you. Or guys. Guys as well. So make all of these things obvious. And now my fifth tip is if you're getting really nervous and you're having trouble getting your words out. Let's say, for example, you're stuttering beyond belief just because this person is like, I don't know, you think this person's out of your league or you're just really nervous for any reason. Own up to your stuttering. Be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, make it a joke. Like, I guess... Make it easier on both of you by making your nervousness known or making it known that you're having trouble expressing yourself. Be like, hold on, give me a minute. I need to, like, get my thoughts in order, but make it in a really playful way. So that you're not like, ugh, I can't fucking speak. Just make it own up to it, but in a playful way. Be like, oh damn, like, fuck me. Like, I need to shut the fuck up, obviously. And... Most of the time, when you own up to your own stuttering or your nervousness, the other person will really appreciate it just because they're probably nervous too. And if you're stuttering, then they, you know, they'll pick up on the fact that you're nervous already. So just own up to it because if you are trying to run away from the fact that you're nervous, you're going to start to stutter even harder. And you're going to get even more nervous just because you're not being present with yourself because that's the only reason why we stutter because we get nervous from ourselves like we're nervous already but we're trying to not be nervous and that kind of enhances our nervousness so if you're stuttering make it into like a playful joke be like oh fuck like <laughs> be like why can't i speak or like sorry i'm really nervous right now just make it known but do it in like a really playful friendly, genuine way. My next tip is to make sure that you're confident or at least make them feel like you're confident if you're just trying to have this, like, I wouldn't say try to make them feel like you're confident because if you're really not confident then there's no way you can really do that or trick them into thinking you're confident. But a little tip that I would give for you to help, or for it to help you feel confident while you're in the presence of this person, is to own up to whatever you're doing in the moment. Like, that doesn't mean, like, spill your whole life story, like, whatever's going down in your life. But, like, when, while you're in the presence, or while you're in the company of this person, and let's say you trip, like, oh shit, I almost ate shit. Like, own up to everything. Don't try to play shit off like you're so fucking cool. Don't try to play shit off. Don't play anything off. Own up to whatever the fuck is happening. Like, if you trip over your words, be like, oh fuck. Like, I tripped over my words. My bad. If you tripped in real fucking life, like if somebody was walking past you and you bumped shoes or something, something stupid, be like, oh shit, I almost ate shit. Because... That gives off the impression that, like, not only will you own up to your shit, 
you'll own up to the shit that's happening like in the present moment and that gives off alpha leader type of energy if that makes sense like logically speaking <laughs> when you own up to whatever is happening in a moment it usually goes better because you're not running away from whatever it is or whatever is happening like if you get a text message from your mom and you're embarrassed and you flip over your phone she's gonna be like oh this guy's hiding something but if you're like oh shoot my mom just texts me then she's gonna be like oh do you need to answer that or like you know like it'll make the present moment a lot more seamless if that makes sense like it's kind of like if you're trying to zip up a jacket you're not gonna put your finger in the way of zipping up the jacket because that's just not efficient and that's what we do when we try to stop ourselves from being nervous or try to play shit off like if you're awkward use the awkwardness to your advantage if you're not confident use that to your advantage find ways to use that to your advantage like if you are confident, use that to your advantage. That's what I mean by feeling confident. You have to be okay with your own skin. And that means owning up to whatever the fuck is happening. Like if your shoelace is untied and you trip over your own shoelace, be like, oh shit, I probably shouldn't have tied my shoes. And you know, that's going to be like a playful joke. And if you're like, just make how you feel kind of known. And that gives off confidence as well because you're able to own up to your feelings and girls really enjoy that or you know i wouldn't say guys really enjoy that but sometimes guys really do enjoy when you're really honest and i would say another example of that is like if you're nervous just say it just be like oh well i'm really nervous right now i haven't gone on a date in this amount of time or i'm just really nervous because i think you're really attractive or if you're really excited, be like, wow, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm glad that you invited me. This was exciting. Or if you're stuttering, be like, holy shit. I apologize for stuttering. My words are just flip-flopping around because I get, you know, a little bit caught up. Or I'm not that great at conveying what I'm feeling. And... Usually when you own up to these things, it comes out in a playful way and the person will just laugh because they appreciate honesty or just because it's easier to laugh at situations when you own up to them rather than to run away from them. Because if you're, I don't know, let's say you stub your toe and you're like, oh shit, you're like, oh fuck. And you just keep walking. She's gonna be like, damn, that didn't hurt. And you're just gonna be like, nah. But on the inside, you're like, holy shit, my fucking toe. Just be like, ah. like fucking Peter from Family Guy. Be like, ah. And just do that. <laughs> and that's going to be funny. You know, like, you can make the present moment a lot better by owning up to whatever is happening in the present moment. And that will give off a better first impression if it's the first date. Or a better impression, period. And use all of the things that are happening in the moment to your advantage. Like if you stub your toe, make her laugh by doing a Peter Griffin impression. Or if you trip, 
start doing push-ups and be like yep <laughs> like i tripped but it's okay because i caught myself and that's gonna you know even though you played it off you really didn't play it off like you fell all the way but you're owning up to it by trying to make her laugh and that's gonna be funnier because you're owning up to be like oh shit i almost ate shit but you know i got this so just be proud of whatever's happening in the moment even if the moment is not the greatest um my next tip let me see one two three four five six that was my sixth tip so this is my seventh tip if you're the dude and i don't know you're in a straight relationship where you're trying to get girls ask questions ask them questions because the majority of the time guys will just ramble about themselves and ramble and ramble and ramble and ramble and ramble and will barely give the girl any floor or any attention or any time to speak on whatever they they like and the whole point of going out on dates is to get to know somebody else not for you to go spill your life story to some random chick that you're never gonna see again even if you don't care about what she's interested in, you should at least hear her out because that's kind of what dates are. You go to meet another person and if you like the person, then you go out again. But how are you going to know if you like this person if you're not asking questions, if you're not getting what they're interested in, if you're not figuring out your commonalities in the first fucking place? And don't hit her with the, what are your hobbies? Or where are you from? Or simple ass shit. Be like, what are your passions? What do you get excited about? What do you like to do on your free time? Stuff that will actually give you in-depth answers. Because if you're, a- if you're asking really simple, simple questions, the conversation is going to be over in like less than 30 seconds. You feel me? Like, time goes by a lot slower when you don't know what to talk about. So give her questions that she needs to answer in a deep form or answer with more than just oh yeah i like to do this notice how that wasn't even two seconds you feel me and obviously you should be like telling her about you without her asking questions but make sure that it's not too much like i have hung out with with guys who will spill and 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 and I won't get one word out and I'm like well that was not fun that was not a fun date that was not a good first impression I didn't even get to speak he doesn't even know what I like so make sure that it's an equal conversation like make sure that she's talking just as much as you're talking and you're talking just as much as she's talking and if she's not asking questions or if she's really nervous or if he's really nervous i don't know your preference you know and he doesn't feel like making conversation or she doesn't feel like making conversation then you answer your own questions that you ask them like if you're asking a guy or a girl what are your passions what are your ambitions what do you like to do and they answer it and they just stay quiet because they don't know what to ask you then answer your own question fill up that space because if you know if you want to make a good first impression this doesn't necessarily fall on them like if they're not trying to hold down a conversation 
most of the time it's because they themselves are nervous and they don't know these tips that you now know. You feel me? Like, you are listening to this because you want to know. A lot of people don't even want to know. A lot of people don't even care to look it up because they're like, oh, well, looking it up is not going to give me a good answer. You feel me? So, don't hold it against them if they're not trying as hard as you because you know all these tips. So, don't beat them up over that. And my next tip, which would be number eight, I believe, is carry the conversation. If this is your first date with this person, carry the conversation and not... I'm not saying to always carry the conversation. I'm saying if this is a first date because you know all of these tips already and knowing all of these tips, you're at an advantage. So don't make the date, you know, more awkward because you know these things and they don't. You feel me? Like a lot of people don't really know how to flirt and a lot of people don't pick up on cues, pick up on hints. A lot of people don't read body language. A lot of people aren't even in the present moment. I'm not even going to lie to you. The majority of human beings are not even in the present moment. They're either worried about the future or worried about the past. So now that you know these tips, carry the conversation because it'll give off the impression that you yourself are one of those type of people who will always have something to talk about. And people like that. People like people who are interesting. Logically speaking, people like people who can conversate and who can be confident and who can be in the moment and who can be in the present. So regardless of whether you go out on this, go out with this person again, at least you'll have a good impression and most likely that'll get you a second date. You feel me? Like if you're actually trying girls and guys both like when you try like you like when people try for you so you need to try back and this will make you seem like a more confident person by nature it'll just make you seem more interesting because you're able to carry the conversation because you're always having something to talk about or to branch off of and when you're carrying the conversation most of the time, if, I don't know, let's say you're like, oh, well, you know, let's say, for example, you're on a date and you're asking this guy or girl questions and you're like, what are your goals? What are your ambitions? And they go and they don't say anything. And then so you start talking about yourself. So you say, oh, well, some of my goals, some of my ambitions kind of fall under this and this and this. And sometimes that'll strike something in the other person. And they'll be like, oh, no way, I actually really enjoy this too. And then you'll have something in common to talk about and to branch off of. Like, you'll have, like, think of a conversation like a two-way street. You are driving and they're driving. And when you get to a topic, that's when the road forks. And you get to talk about something else. And every single that time the conversation forks it's like a whole it's like you're making a map like you're making a map of the commonalities that you two have the interests that you both have the 
type of people that you both are. And it's way, way, way easier to tell if you like somebody when you're able to have conversations with the person because sometimes you'll have conversations with somebody and you'll be like, oh, I actually don't really, you know, I don't actually do the same things as this person. We don't really have much in common, but I'm glad that I was conversating because I figured that out early, early on. So I avoided a lot of, I wouldn't say heartbreak, but I avoided a lot of time wasted, I guess. Which, don't get me wrong, no time is time wasted because you're exactly where you're, you should be and where you're supposed to be. So it'll just make it easier for you to find your people, I guess. Like to find, not only does this work for, you know, romantic interests, it works for friends because if you're trying to have friends with the same goals, the same interests, you're going to conversate with these people to figure that out. So it's better for you to carry the conversation because you can tell where, you can basically navigate where to go. And if you're navigating the conversation, then you'll be able to tell if you even like this person in the first place. Because sometimes we be going on dates and we figure out that we don't even like the person in the first place. And that we have nothing in common. So it's easier to carry the conversation. And that way the other person doesn't feel awkward because if you're both in there silently because nobody's carrying the conversation, because nobody's trying, then it's going to be even worse. And the time's going to go by even slower. So, I don't know, personally I like to avoid that. My eighth tip is that if there's silence, then that don't take that as like awkward and don't take that as, oh, time to go on my phone or don't, don't make it kind of weird, I guess. I would say if there's silence, make it kind of known that you're okay with silence. Because if you're okay with silence, then the other person will mirror that behavior, no matter who they are. Like, they themselves won't feel awkward, unless you make it awkward. You feel me? Like, unless you're like, oh, well, you know, like, if you're like, uh, so, like, if they can tell that you're filling the space, they can tell that, you know, you can't just sit there silently. And if you can sit there silently, it says a lot about the other person, too. Like, if the other person can't sit there silently, then you know that that person is not okay with awkward silence. And if you're really going for somebody who's compatible with you, the silence won't be a big problem or a big deal to you or the person because you'll be able to enjoy each other's company. And that's what you're really looking for when you're going on dates and when you're flirting. You're looking for somebody who you enjoy as a person. And if you can both sit there silently, that's a really big, good sign that it's a good compatibility. And make it kind of obvious that you're enjoying their company. Like, make it... All of these, obviously, you should make them really obvious if you're flirting with somebody. 
But if you're trying to get somebody to notice that you're enjoying their company, that you're enjoying, I don't know, the date or whatever, even if it's silence, even if it's awkward silence, quotation marks, then observe. Like, this is what I do to make the silence not awkward. I observe my surroundings, I observe the person, and usually when you're observing things, you'll have something to talk about next. Like, if it, like let's say for example, the date just goes silent. Then look around, but not like mad obvious, don't be like breaking your neck for all these things. Just like look around and look at where you are, look at the chairs, look at the table if you're at a restaurant, if you're at a park, look at the sky, look at the grass, look at the trees. And usually it'll give you something to talk about. And you don't have to be talking 24-7. Like, people think that silence is awkward, but silence is kind of how you get... How you find who you really click with. Because if you can sit there silently and enjoy each other's company and the person is mirroring the same actions like they are mirroring the fact that you don't have to be talking to enjoy each other's company then you're gonna find that you're a a better match than someone who's like oh well this is awkward because nobody likes that at least me personally i don't like when people do that and i know that girls don't like when guys will be like uh so what do we talk about next because if you invited me on a date you should be able to come up with a conversation you feel me so and the majority of my audience is men so if you're asking girls out on a date and you're like oh so what do we talk about they're not gonna like that so if it does get go silent i don't know let's say you're at the park look at a tree and you know look at a bunch of different trees or look at the grass or look at the sky and make a connection with this person be like look at that cloud that cloud kind of looks like this or look at that tree that tree kind of looks like this or look at The car's going by, be like, wow, you see that car? That's actually my dream car. If, you know, that happens to be your dream car. Something like that. Do what you can with your environment. Like, it's basically like improvising, but with conversation. Be willing to improvise. And because you're improvising, they will mirror that back. Logically speaking, when someone likes you, they will mirror your actions. So if you are observing your surroundings and being like, wow, you see that person? That person kind of looks like this person or this famous person. Or you see that person's hat or you see those person's shoes. I really like those shoes. I'm like a shoe... uh, What's it called? I forget what it's called. Those people who are really into shoes. Or if you're really into cars, be like, yo, you see that car? I'm really into cars. Or... If you're a plant person, you see that plant, I'm really into plants, or if you can make conversation out of anything, you just have to be willing to, like, take that action. And if the silence is awkward for them, then that says enough to you that this person isn't really... I wouldn't say that they're not trying, because at the same time, they don't know these tips like you, right? So you can't pin it on them. But at the same time, this person is probably, I would say, I wouldn't say that they're less confident because sometimes really, really 
confident people will be like, uh, what do we talk about now? Because that's all they, they know. But at the same time, you'll kind of know, like, if you even want a second date with this person based off how they are handling situations, right? Like, logically, we all observe each other. So if you are observing this other person and they are putting zero effort, is that going to make you want to go on another date with them? Probably not. So if they're mirroring your actions, they're probably, you know, trying. So they'll probably do the same thing. They'll probably start to look at other things and probably won't make conversation out of, you know, being nervous. But the fact that they're mirroring your observe, like they're observing after you're observing, then that can tell you subtle hints, subtle cues that they are trying. My ninth tip is to be honest. Hold on, what tip is that? Hold on. Well, I fucked up and I can't count, but this is number 10. Be honest with this person, because when it really comes down to it, all you're trying to do is find compatibility. Unless you're just trying to fuck around, you know, like, but this is not what I'm promoting. I'm promoting, like, if you're trying to go on dates with people, like, actually, and, like, get a girlfriend or a boyfriend, like, actually, because that's the only way these tips are going to be helpful for you, because I guess these would work if you were just trying to fuck around with people. But this kind of makes people more attentive or like it makes people want to date again. Like this is for if you want to get a second date, you know, this is not for if you're trying to fuck around with people. So be honest because the whole point of going on dates is to figure out whether you're compatible or if you're not compatible. And if you are being honest, then you can actually see through the other person, if they're lying or if they're not. Or if you both are equally on the same page, or if you're both searching for the same things, or if you're both interested in the same things, because you're not going to go into a date with a girl or a guy i will be like, I'm really interested in books if you don't read at all. Because what if the other person's really into books and they're like, oh, well, what books have you read? And you're just sitting there like, oh, fuck. You know? So that's not a good first impression. You don't have a reason to impress this person because the whole point of going out and flirting in the first place is to just shoot your shot. And you're not going to shoot your shot by trying to impress people because that doesn't work. That is like middle school type shit. You join basketball teams, you join football teams, you join soccer teams to what? Impress people or because you're actually genuinely interested in it. Because if you're doing things just because, that's going to lose value quickly. Like, if you get a really nice car because some girl is really into cars or some guy is really into cars and you know nothing about cars and that shit breaks down on you what are you gonna do then you feel me like all that for one date all that for one 
one time, one hit, you know? Like, it's not worth it to lie and to impress other people. Because at the end of the day, it really doesn't gain you anything. And if anything, it ruins your reputation just a little bit. Because if you're in the same friend group as, I don't know, the person that you're flirting with, they're going to be like, oh, this kid lied to me, or this female lied to me, or this dude lied to me. Like, people can read your shit, and word of mouth spreads quickly. So why bother? The next... I'm going to give you a bonus tip, only because I can't count. And because, you know, I already had this written out, so... It was easy for me to convey what I was trying to convey. So my last and final bonus tip is to be brave and be proud of the things you say and the things that you do and who you are as a person. Because like I said, there's no need to lie. You don't need to impress this person. This person is there because they find you attractive. And now you're going to see if your personalities are good for each other. You feel me? Like, you need to be proud of who you are yourself, even if you're a really shitty-ass person. Because giving off the impression that you love yourself is gonna mirror- it's gonna have them mirror back. Like, this person really finds themselves confident. And I like that they have this bold persona. I like that they're confident. I like that they trust in themselves. And don't be disappointed if you don't like them at the end of the date or if they don't like you at the end of the date. Because at the end of the day, flirting is just for you to figure out compatibility. And if the flirting doesn't go the way you want it, then you know that this person's not for you and that person knows that you are not for them. And you can agree to, you know, do whatever you want with that information. Like, if you both agree that you don't want a second date, and y'all both are like, oh, let's just tap and leave. You feel me? Like, it's not that deep. Like, it's not that serious. It's not the end of the world if this person disappoints you. Or you disappoint them with whatever is not working. You feel me? And if you both agree on, like, going out on a second date, then you know that things went well. You feel me? And if they didn't go well, then you most likely won't get a second date. But... At least you were honest about who you were because it's better to know that you weren't compatible right then and there than for them to have lied to you and led you on forever or for a long time. You feel me? And that goes both ways. Like, you don't have to string on a girl if you don't like her. Then just be like, ah, you know, I really didn't, you know, see the similarities between us, but I really enjoyed our company or like your company and the time that we spent together but personally I don't think that we're compatible on a deeper level as shown by this or you know like logically speaking you don't have to give a reason to go on a second date but you can tell this person hey just based off the conversation I don't think that we're very compatible but I had a fun time and I'm glad that we did this because now we both know And if the person goes, oh, well, dang, like, I thought we were connecting, just, you know, you can give them reasons or not reasons, you don't have to, but don't be disappointed if they're really into you and you're not really into them, or vice versa, you're really into them and they're not really into you, because that's the whole point of flirting, that's literally the whole purpose of dating, and making conversation and shit like that, so... Yeah, 
that's all the tips I have. And I hope that this was helpful in some way. At least, you know, you probably knew the majority of these. But I hope that, you know, there was at least one that you didn't know. So, yeah. Anyways, I hope to see you in the next one. I hope that you had a good day, good night, whenever you're listening. I don't know your life. So, yeah. Peace.